0: Grand Rising Phenomenons. It's your girl, Charlotta. This is the first podcast that I'm trying to do live. Today is February the 18th, 2022. And um, I'm actually here with my girl, Mary Slaughter. And um, it's just a random, not so random, very divinely aligned um, pop-up conversation that we're going to have. Um, She doesn't know what we're talking about this morning, so it's going to be a very organic conversation. So I'm hoping that you could share this podcast. And by the way, I am Sherletta Germain, and this is the I Am Phenomenally Me podcast, exclusively starting off on Spotify, which is a part of Anchor, which is really Anchor, hosted by Spotify, and so on and so forth. And so today... And this podcast, we'll be talking about abundance. And I was able to um, really have a conversation with myself, which is something that I do often. Um, you see, a few years ago, I had gotten diagnosed with cancer of the breast. i um, le- left ductal carcinoma in situ stage two and... I found myself on a whirlwind of emotions and that took me on this journey where I um, metaphysically, physically, emotionally, mentally um, wasn't healing. And so I decided to take this journey um, through the pandemic. I was able to finish up my treatment December, 2019. We went right into the pandemic a few months later and, um, During the cancer treatment, I said all that to say that I was given a cup by a young lady um, that was a part of my soul tribe. And the cup is, it sits to my left in my writing area. And it simply says, find joy in the journey. And each morning I get up, I have a very sacred routine that I follow. It keeps me very grounded and reset. And so, um, I want to share, um, one of these, um, statements that I had written in finding joy in the journey, um, because I was looking at my life again, you know, that it's February the 18th, 2022 and, um. And oh, I'm so sorry because I said I had Mary, and Mary was making coffee, and she's not making coffee anymore. So, welcome, Mary. Welcome, you're hosting uh, with me live via um, um, Facebook Messenger but I'm sure the world will be able to hear your sweet, beautiful voice. So go ahead and tell us who you are and um, just introduce yourself and talk a little bit about abundance and then we'll just, you know, we'll tap right in. She's shaking her head, no. All right, so we're just gonna introduce her anyways. My sister is Mary. I love her so much. She's a nurse that also hails from Flint, Michigan. Um, She went on a cancer journey further back than I did in 2000, um, actually 10 years ago this year. Um, She was diagnosed with a very rare form of of um, cancer and she was on my podcast um, a few weeks ago and she's just very near and dear to my heart, but she's, you know, fake shy. We'll claim that. But she's tapping in with me. And when she wants to speak, she'll be able to speak, y'all. And so that's fine because, you know, I love to talk anyways. I liken myself to probably in another life, maybe I was that old Southern Baptist preacher that said they was going to close just one more again. And 20 minutes later, they getting ready to pass the ushering, the offering the second time for the do- for the doggone pastor that still ain't closed. that be me sometimes. So today I'm Chatty Kathy. Right, but I got some substance today for y'all, right? So we're talking about finding joy in the journey. And I talked to you about my soul tribe sister that brought me this cup that I have on the left side of me. And it basically says, find joy in the journey. And I'm gonna keep it a whole bean with y'all. Sometimes I find myself very angry and frustrated, not only with myself, you know, with my circumstances, sometimes with my loved ones, right? And um, and so I started just like I just had a moment this moment this morning where I went and looked back at all of the things that I had. um, I had gone through just this year um, and all of those places that um, I was able to overcome as a result of um, that. What are your accomplishments this year? Right. So we give ourselves so much hail and we just give ourselves shit. Right. I won't cuss a lot, I promise. Um, But we give ourselves shit. I'll cuss this time and the next time too, but no, I'm kidding. But we do that and we give ourselves, we don't give ourselves grace is basically what I'm saying. We don't give ourselves grace. It's February the 18th and I've been really beating myself up lately about some things that I've needed to accomplish. And I felt like I've not really gotten there. And so I read this statement of principle that I had written um, some time back. And um, each day I write a principle and after I write that principle, I write what it means to me, what what I interpreted. And I've done this for a very long time with whatever book I'm studying. I just take a paragraph out of that book. I write the paragraph, exactly what it says, and then I write what it means to me. And so this interpretation on this particular day, this was day 10 of my 40 day abundance journey. Um, And it said, I recognize when I'm in my head and when I'm in my God space slash my heart space. And in my head, there is lack, worry, fear, anxiety. But in my principle of abundance, there is no lack and all is well. And I am at peace. And so in order for me to manifest shit, I must remain in my heart space. So God I thank you for being there and being the all-knowing supplier of an infinite abundant, infinite, abundant and powerful resource. I love you. that's what I wrote. That was day 10. I repeat these um this abundance journey because this program has worked for me. So I don't have a date for that, you know, but um, I just wanted to talk about that a little bit, Mary. You know, when I looked back and said and saw what I've accomplished just just this year for not giving up. When I talked to you the other day about writing some things down and journaling, how journaling would help you. And this morning, what I wrote is, you know, just this year. I published a book on February 11th. The book launched, which was just a few days ago, and it's called Love Letters to the Universe. It's a series of four books that I actually co-authored with ladies from around the world, including Africa and South Africa and Germany. And here in the United States, of course, um, a couple of ladies here in New Orleans, Detroit, Michigan, I became, just this year, the contributing editor to the Dreamweaver Arts Magazine, where I wrote some pieces that are published, I believe, every month. I wrote a Now We Stand um, poem, which is focused on the people that have been through childhood trauma, and they wanna speak out against that childhood trauma and let that person or those persons know that violated them, that we are silent no more, A, B, you can't get none of our energy. And we are bonding and building together for the purpose and the intention of standing and speaking out for those that cannot stand and speak for themselves. Maybe they're too weak or too timid or too shy or too afraid, but I'm letting them know by now we stand that I got your back, your front, your side and then some other people in our community that stand with you as well. Um, I began singing again. I have a podcast that you're currently listening on. And currently we were have been hosting Sundays on Clubhouse at 11 o'clock. And this Sunday we're going to be talking about uh, taking the mask off of leveraging children. And I want to have a panel of people that men and women that have been leveraging children and that have had their children leveraged against them, both men and women, because we got to talk about it, y'all. We got to order and somebody got to address it. And since I'm halfway through my life, why not me? (laughs) I like don't have nothing else to lose. You feel me? There's nothing else that you could do to me. No more silencing, Sherletta. And that's on that. So being a project coordinator for the Sassy Women Who Win conference, it's a virtual conference, it's the ninth annual conference that's coming up and I get to be a special part of that on March the 26th. On next Friday at 7 p.m. I'm getting interviewed um, with Joy Ruffin and we're gonna talk about some things concerning my cancer journey, right? I'm also being interviewed in the next month and we're going to talk about that uh Julie um Julie and her uh and her co-host over on Clubhouse. Clubhouse. And we're going to be talking about anger. I got the first letter of the alphabet. Oh baby. I can unpack that anger, put it back together again. Listen, you'll never know that it was undone and repacked again. I know how to refurbish it host it again. I know how to recycle it, right? I can, I can make a building out of it. I'm a whole architect of anger. So I am speaking about anger and how it disrupts the cellular structure of the body. So find joy in the journey. That's what I'm talking about this morning. And I want to have some exclusive content on my podcast because Gerald Henderson told me uh, that the world needed to hear my voice and he introduced me to this clubhouse and at the time I didn't know what I was doing I was going into these random rooms listen y'all ever been in them rooms on clubhouse you know you gotta skirt skirt pivot around you know what I'm saying do the whole pimp turn cause you ain't supposed to be in them spaces and I had to learn my way and be very intentional and very systematic about what it was that I wanted. What I wanted for my business, the Phenomenally Me Women's Society. What I wanted for my nonprofit. What I want for the academy. What I want for my personal. What do I want? How am I going to find joy in the journey if I'm always, always angry? There's no joy in that. That's a polar opposite. So I think Mary's ready to talk. Um, we have an exclusive content he, content here on, on the I Am Phenomenally Me podcast. And uh, I just welcome you today to um, tap, in. tap in, y'all. All right, let's go, Mary. What's going on, baby girl? What you got for me?
1: Good morning. Excuse my voice. I got a little cold coming in. But good morning. Love you so much. You know that. I love our conversations and last it kind of goes into what we were talking about last night if you remember our conversation last night how you got on me like you always do because you think you've grown but um, yeah I, I do think we need to find some piece if we find just a little piece of something in our life that we find joy in we can find abundance in everything else we just have to learn to grasp those things that we find joy in versus focusing and putting all of our energy in those things that make us angry those things that make us upset those things that hurt us those are the things that are going to tie us down and keep us from actually realizing these little things of joy that we actually have, the moments that we have with our children, um, the beautiful people that we have in our lives. And not only that, not looking at the joy, not looking at the things that um, bring us happiness, it, it, it actually will make our journey stagnant because now we're not even willing to, or open enough to receive anything joyful from anyone else that's in our life. So if you have a positive word for me, like you did last night, might not have would have heard it. I didn't want to hear that. I didn't tell you that last night. I didn't want to hear that. But what you said was real. What you said was positive. What you said is going to bring me joy and not stress. Yeah. and I think that's important um, so that's what I have to say about that particular uh, thing because you know you know I'd be stressed out about the things that I got going on but if I don't listen and I don't t- and I'm not willing to take in what you're giving me because I'm so focused on that stress and not focused on the joy that I can get from my gifts. Then, what's the point of having them? What's the point of living if all we're going to do is focus on stress? We can't. Mm. It's not living. It's yeah. not living.
0: Yeah, I got a little feedback from you, Mary. I don't know that little blowing noise that I was telling you about yesterday. I still kind of hear it a little bit, but y'all. Oh, got... my
1: bad. That's my fan. Oh, Let me I got gotcha.
0: Okay so y'all got the y'all got the gist of you know what I'm saying, like what Mary is saying, you know, really tapping into that, yeah, that's good, that's perfect, okay, yeah, that's really getting the gist of what you what you're saying, man, you know, we don't wanna hear it when it's raw and when it's real, we don't wanna hear it, right,- mm-hmm. we're rather hear the fluffy feel good tiptoeing through the tulip messages then hear somebody tell you remember the remember the uncle john's well you probably i don't know if you remember the uncle john's you probably might be too young to remember that they had this this cough syrup you buy it one time you take one tablespoon you don't got to take no more to the next time you get sick but it worked you know it, it tasted nasty but it worked and that's how truth is sometimes it's hard to go down and digest you feel that you know but knowing that um yo we we about to tap in Mary listen I just got this epiphany just sitting here talking to you these are conversations that, that we need to be sharing with the world remember I told you that the other day yeah and I've been so like overwhelmed yo I've been so weighted down. I'm going to just keep it a bean, you know, stuff that happened behind the scenes and people don't even know what I deal with and the L's and the, and the, and the you know, the punches to the gut and the chin that I take every day. But I just said, we need to figure out a way to share our stories with the world because these organic conversations, they be so delicious and juicy and you know what I mean? sometimes we don't even know to go back we can't even go back to it because we ain't recording it because we just talking we just vibing right and that's this conversation i didn't know that you was just waking up i just was calling and telling you and i and i was getting ready to let you go because i was going to do this regardless and that's that mindset you got to show up for yourself regardless if anybody show up for you man because see guess what When I was laying on that hospital bed, with my arms stretched out each time, getting that breast tissue taken out, they going into my lymph nodes, making sure that the cancer hadn't invaded that space, and the pain that's associated with that. Can't nobody tell you how to heal. The doctors can give you advice, but it's up to you to heal, man. And that doctor kept saying, Mary, Sherletta, this isn't medical. Every time. I wasn't looking at the diagnosis. I wasn't looking at the paperwork. It was just another pile of paperwork. I wasn't throwing away. I was eventually going to look at it. But every time they were giving me, it was like, you know, you... <laughs> you know, because you're a nurse. You know how you can go from no diagnoses, no diagnoses to six. Exactly. So... I didn't want another diagnosis I didn't take necrosis seriously my god I didn't take necrosis seriously and I'ma let the nurse explain what necrosis is and let's tie that into the spirit I had necrosis three times Mm. so you tell them what necrosis is Nurse Mary well I'ma actually
1: look up the actual diagnosis so I can give that and then we'll talk about it how about that?
0: I love it let's go
1: alright let's look up the actual diagnosis why don't you talk while I look at
0: so yeah so you know my doctors were amazing first of all one thing that you don't want in your in your journey of a new chronic diagnosis, you don't want a doctor that does not have good bedside manner. And it helps when your doctors are fine. And my doctors was fine. And actually, they were best friends. It's just it's a really interesting story. It was a crazy interesting journey just the whole time. From the, and Nothing was orchestrated. Um the story is, but the backstory is, you know, during that before I had um it was new insurance, a new company for me. I was traveling doing corporate health and wellness screenings and I didn't have this particular insurance. They didn't offer insurance, as a matter of fact, not for my particular position. So when I got this, um when I had gotten um this particular position, I had stopped traveling and they gave me this bomb insurance, right? And so the cool thing was that the job was it was far, but it was it was in a in a, in a business area close enough so that I can pretty much take care of all of my stuff on my lunch break, which included my doctor's offices appointments and my primary. I, I didn't have a primary doctor really that I had to see because I felt that I was healthy. But I did have a GYN, you know, because I knew that I was at that space where it was time for me to just have my annual checkup or whatever. And so um, and so, you know, um, when I found out that I had cancer, this was a team of doctors that weren't even in the same office. They weren't even affiliated with one another. They just happened to be best friends. And so Dr. Brown was my plastic surgeon. And y'all check him out. Um, he is phenomenal if you're in the Tampa Bay area it's a free shout out not a paid sponsored event but uh, my tatas look amazing his name is dr. Joseph Brown and he's a plastic surgeon that specializes in oncology and the reconstructive processes of oncology um, and and reconstruction related to that but he also does regular um, augmentations and different things like that for those that just want the cosmetic plastic surgery so Free shout out to you, Dr. Brown. You helped save my life. Three times he said, Sherletta, this is not medical. When he said it the third time, and I don't know, asynchronistically, my my body, my my guardian angels were nudging me towards living because this was very serious. And even though I was taking it serious, I really wasn't because I told you in my mind every time they gave me a diagnosis, I was taking that paperwork and putting it to the side. I wasn't looking at another. I didn't want to talk about another diagnosis or think about it. But this could have cost me my life. So when I talk to y'all about finding, joining a journey, man, it's not no shit. It's not no shit that I I I I haven't struggled with. All right, so go and I'm tapping down little, little little Baptist preacher old old Southern from another life, you know, <laughs> shutting it down. Talk to me about what you found for for the the, the um, medical definition or the technical term or definition for necrosis, Mary. All
1: right, <clears throat> the medical definition, the medical term for necrosis is death of most of the cells in an organ or tissue due to disease injury or failure of blood supply okay. now necrosis doesn't necessarily mean that you have cancer you could can have something else going on with you you can have necrosis of your um bowels um a lot of times when we're comparing it to our bowels our uh, Intestines—it's usually when they get knotted up, and now it's dying. You got this part that's twisted and dying, and um, it's also like having gangrene. Mm. Um, it's dead. You're—you know, you, you, there's no blood supply. There's no—the tissue is dead. There is nothing there keeping it alive. And so that is what my sister is talking about when she says she had necrosis three times, that there's something serious, it's not nothing to play with. It's uh, it's literally meaning there's something there that's causing that tissue to no longer receive any oxygen, to no longer receive any um, good blood supply. And the tissue is dying. And it will continue to die and it will continue to spread. So it doesn't just stay in just that area. It will grow. And so this little spot that you ignored has now become a huge spot. And it it can be deadly. You can literally die from it. And a lot of times they'll tell you this could have killed you. Or if we don't operate this is going to kill you. There's there's no way that you can live with necrosis just ignoring it. There there's just no way. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to have an operation. They're going to have to remove and repair And, you know, that kind of goes into what we were talking about spiritually and with our anger. We have to remove and repair. And if we don't do that, we will die spiritually.
0: Come through, Mary. My goodness. That's heavy. I, 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 I'm trying to go ahead. I, you hit me with the little Hiroshima bomb there. I, I don't think I was ready. You know? But being angry, man. Being angry. That spiritual necrosis. What is what is dead inside of you? What you need to get operated on? What you need to, to transmute? What do you need to, to amputate? from your life so that you can find joy in your journey, man. Like this is this is this is this is this is this not a game. And we you know you you know you take oh my God you had cancer I had I had cancer and necrosis hello let's talk about it I had Not cancer I had necrosis I had PTSD I had anxiety I had depression I had childhood post traumatic stress disorder that had come up I had uh, uh, borderline diabetes how many I named I had amnesia they had gave me brain scans because I had, I had terrible memory loss necrosis. So, finding joy in the journey to me simply means (sighs) I can do that and find some peace in just that breath. Just that moment where I'm from my diaphragm. See, I just did it from my shoulders, but when you really breathe in from your diaphragm, your gut, and you can oxygenate your body from the toes to the crown, let's find a way to be um, cognizant of. Joy and how joy shows up in your life. I had, um, what you call that when you survivor's remorse? Mm. Mm. I can add that to my diagnosis or my diagnoses. I had, I had survivor's remorse. There was a young lady that had found out she had breast cancer right around the time I found out that I had it within a month. She was traveling like me. She was full time. She was getting more assignments than me. And I ain't gonna throw the company under the bus. You know, they um they went bankrupt shortly after this anyway, so they may have gotten their karma. But she um Had found out that she had cancer. And for whatever reason they denied her insurance. And she continued to fight for this insurance. As she continued to fight for her life. And they ended up never approving her for her insurance. And um, that December... I had discovered that she had transitioned. As I was finishing up my treatment, she had transitioned. Shortly after that, in 2020, or no, 2000, earlier that year, earlier that year, my one friend, Cheryl, Was older and she found out that she had colon cancer and refused to continue her chemotherapy treatment. And it was very aggressive and it took her life. And then my other friend Cheryl died about four months later from just some fluke rash. And she was self, she's a licensed medical or licensed massage therapist and she was just you know doing her aromatherapies and her essential oils as she knew and it turned into sepsis she didn't know she had diabetes her blood sugar was maybe 340 she went into a diabetic coma and she never came out and i was still healing from her scattering when she found out that i had cancer because she couldn't handle one of her best friends being diagnosed. So I suffered from survivor's remorse and then we went through the pandemic. And not to mention the things that were happening in my internal space with my children. I'm not even tapping into that. Not even tapping into that. But um, it ain't easy. I'm saying all of that to say it ain't easy. It's not easy to show up for yourself when you've been hit with a hammer over the head time and time again, and it seems like your life is just one big cycle of stuff. It's not easy to show up for yourself. So when I say you are a phenomenon, don't you ever forget what you went through and endured. What you went through and endured just this year. There's so much gratitude for me, Mary. Because I have gone through it just this year. Just this year. The world is going bananas, man. And we need a reason to if we if we if we have the capacity to hold space for a person that may not be able to hold space for themselves to let them know that there's a reason that they can hope and hold on to something to find joy in something even if it's just your heartbeat because guess take it to take take something to listen everybody don't have no heartbeat i just say it like that mm-hmm. So, we gotta find gratitude, man. It's tough right now, you know, and I make a joke, you know it's hard out here for a pimp <laughs> trying to get this money like i make I make jokes like that, you know, but it it because we have to make light of our situation sometimes to not be so weighted down. you know what I mean, but I just wanted to like you know just really just. You know, come on, man, and just talk a little bit about exclusively what we go through on a daily and living in abundance is a mindset and it requires a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? It requires when I say work, I don't mean going and getting up, going to, you know, um, to work out every day. I mean, working out your mental, working out your spiritual, Working out your emotional, um, working out your wounds, turning turning those wounds to scars, because you cannot heal somebody from a broken space. So some things I'm just not even gonna talk about, cause I I ain't right. I'm not right. And I I and I love myself, and I love you enough to say these are topics that I I I'm not able to to necessarily address, I'm not an expert on that. But what I am an expert on is failing and getting back up again and dusting myself off and rising and letting this joker know that don't have a name, you can't win. My success is inevitable and so is yours. And I didn't wake up to lose. So anytime I I can stop and just breathe for a minute And y'all hear me pause sometimes And I be listening for that heartbeat in my ear man I can hear it now And it reminds me Of that That place That that intuition That knowing That inness That chi That prana That holy spirit Right It's all the same spot We get that place man That's life And when you got life, man, you got hope. So that's all I wanted to say. Mary, I'm done. How about you?
1: You're exactly, exactly right. You know, too often you have people speaking from a broken place. And not only that, we have people speaking to us from a broken space and then we accept what they're saying. You can't accept something from a broken person that's crazy that's like trying to put soup in a bowl that has a hole in it it's gonna get everywhere you know uh, we do need to heal and healing is a very vital uh, part of growing spiritually we can't grow spiritually if we're still broken and coming from broken spaces and accepting them broken spaces and living in them broken spaces. Facts. You know, we do that. We will accept them broken spaces and live in it like set up residency instead of like, okay, I'm not, I'm not accepting this. I'm not living in this space. I'm not going to allow this space to overwhelm me. I'm stepping out and they can have it. And become healed and become, uh, uh, the president of your situation instead of your situation being the president over you. And, you know, I do that, you know, I do it, you know, me and you talk about it all the time. I will, I will stick in my fear like, okay, I'm scared. I don't want to go that far. I don't want to deal with that. We talked about it last night, you know, um, but we have to overcome those fears we have to overcome those spaces in order to be able to control them otherwise they'll control us
0: so let me ask you this sis
1: <clears throat>
0: for those that might be in the listening audience what um what what would you like where would a person start you feel me like okay you 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 just i i'm just starting this abundance mindset. I ain't even know, you know, some of this stuff that y'all are talking about I ain't I ain't even realize. But I just got a lot of stuff going on. So how 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 can I find joy when people dying around me left and right? Right? My bills is due. How 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 can I find joy in that? Let's talk.
1: You know, I go through that too and then you know like you were saying the survivors guilt I've gone through that as well I've lived with cancer for 12 years while people around me have died from it my sister passed away she didn't have cancer I don't know what she passed away from won't know until June or July but I'm sitting here with cancer and she's he, gone but in that I find joy it, just in that situation that broke me that hurt me that she was gone just like that taking a nap gone that hurt me in that situation I find joy in her children I might not have her. I might not can call her, but I have a piece of her. I have her children. Yeah. I get to be a part of their life. I get to be their godmother. I get to go over there and play mama, get them together. I find joy in that because I know that that's what my sister would have wanted. She don't want me crying and boo-hooing and all in a ball of depression because she passed away she got kids she want me to be there for them and so I gotta find joy in the laughter that they bring me even though she's gone uh, when I get frustrated about not having money I find joy in the fact well I don't have to worry about being evicted I don't have to worry about my lights being cut off I don't have to worry about not having no food. I might be broke, but my home is paid for. My kids got a roof. I find joy in that. I find joy in the fact that I can go in there and turn on a light switch and it actually worked. It come on. Cause there was a time when my light switch didn't turn no light on. You know, things that I haven't told people my my electricity done got cut off before that's some painful stuff That that is not fun that is not fun and it was in the winter time so I find joy in, even though I have these stressful events these events to where I don't have a dime to my name but I can look around me and say, I got a roof for my kids. I don't have to worry about no eviction notice popping up on my door. I don't have to worry about my kids coming telling me they're hungry and ain't no food in the refrigerator. I can actually go tell them, you better go in there and fix you something to eat. What you telling me for? What I look like? Yo, serve it. Go cook. Hmm. I find joy in that. It's a lot of stressful events that we go through, but we have to look around the corner because every stressful event around the corner, there's something to be happy about. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's the silver lining that, you know, it's not always evident, right? Yeah. it's not always evident and it's not always something that you can see right away and my only hopes is that you know that even if you feel like it may be out of reach it's like okay you need the remote to your tv right and you can't go go gadget arms it <laughs> you know it's across the room you can see it, right? But you can't go, go, gadget arms and go get it. You got to get up and go and get it. And that's what joy is, right? Yes. You might not be able, listen, I'm telling you, source come through Allah. <laughs> you might not be able to go, go, gadget arms it, but at least you know that it's there. There's some hope in that. There's some hope in knowing, okay, I, I can't, you know, my, it's, it's out of arm's reach. But I see it across the room. I see the light at the end of the tunnel, right? My best friend's sister, they just found him dead in his apartment. Where's the joy in that? She ain't going to be able to see it right there. She might not be able to find that remote. You know what I mean? It's somewhere in the house. She know it is, right? So I'm using the remote as an as an equivalent to joy, right? The the remote didn't just get out and walk away. The joy didn't just get out and walk away. We just don't know where it's at right now. Where can you find joy? and peace when somebody that you love like you said earlier tragically and suddenly transitions out of their body Mm. so that's why I said you might not be able to find it right away you might gotta look for it might be under the pillow might be under the bed you might have took it in the kitchen while you went to go get yourself something to drink in the middle of the night went back to sleep and forgot but it's in the house. Your temple. Your body. Joy is there, baby. Joy is there, beloved. Find joy. Find. Look. Seek. Joy. In. In. I'm untapping all of that. This nugget, this is straight from source. In. Look. Find joy. In. In. Your. Inside. Of you. Your journey. Not your destination. Your journey. I keep saying we always, we're always trying to get there. But what happens when you never make it? Let's make it. A journey. A journey. And I'm going to look this word up. Because I didn't look this word up. And like I said, these are organic conversations, y'all. Don't despise small beginnings. I might not have a lot of followers on this Spotify uh, anchor podcast right now. But, um, but, Trust me when I tell you it's getting, it's gonna blow up. The definition of journey simply says it's the act of traveling from one place to another. When you're on vacation and you're traveling, you ain't thinking about the next place or the next place. You're just enjoying the scenery, you know, the fresh coconut, the palm trees, the fresh wind, the people, you know what I mean? The way that they dress, the way that they walk, the way that they talk, you're just enjoying it. your shadow side the dark side your enemy whoever you want to call it i don't give a lot of energy to that name or entity right because you above me nah you below me and that's on that so you don't get no energy but no That your energy, where energy goes, energy flows. Thoughts become things. I'm about to trademark something. I, I don't even know if I want to say it, but everything is energy. Thoughts become things. Right? We've heard that before. But thoughts become things become energy. So if you're thinking about joy and you're looking for joy and you're looking for joy and you're concentrating on joy, where's the remote? I know the remote is here. Where's my joy? I know my joy is here. I know I misplaced it, but please, source, God, tell me, what's it out? Where in the world? Have y'all seen the remote? Where's the remote? Where's my joy? you looking for it, right? There's that energy. You got to find it, man, because you're seeking it. And that which you are seeking is also seeking you. Ashe. So when you think about the joy that you're looking for, you're looking for joy. And joy is often and always, always looking for you as well. So you have to find it. I want to leave you all with this. Find joy in your journey inside of you is something so magical so powerful and you looking and you astonished at everybody else man oh my gosh look at this i can't believe how he did this how she did this and you done skated past the fact that you are a phenomenon You two are a phenomenon. You got something inside of you. So, listen. They could take that cancer and take it and stick it where the sun don't never, ever shine again. And my son says she didn't live with it for 12 years. One, two, count them. Count them. I got a kid that's 12. She in the sixth grade going to the seventh. That's not no easy feat. So find joy in your journey, beloved. Find joy in your journey. Find peace. Look for it. And just like you're not about to look for that remote 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you're not going to expect to find joy like that either. So cut yourself some slack and give yourself some grace. And I always drag that out. Grace. Feel it. You deserve that. You deserve that. Everything is phenomenally me. Everything that I that I that I um, build is phenomenally me. Why? Because when you say it, you are speaking life into your own self. <laughs> that was a subliminal message. Phenomenally me women's society phenomenally me podcast right me i am that's the phenomenon that's who i want you to tap into that's who i want you to real re re um acquaint yourself with and and re um invent That's the one that I want you to know. It ain't about getting rid of that joker that don't deserve no energy. It's just getting closer and gravitating towards the one that can make you better and whole. Your inness, your knowingness, where God is. You realize, actualize, visualize. You become it. So this is why. I say you have to find joy in your journey, man. Because your success is inevitable. I can talk about this topic all day. As you can see, I'm real turned up and tapped in and turned on. But I'm going to leave you with this because I got some work to do. Ten minutes. Of solitude and quietude as you let the thoughts come and go. And just like you can't hold on to water with your hand, don't hold on to your thoughts. Let them come and let them go. Feel the energy in the tips of your toes and the arch of your feet. Feel the energy crawl up your ankles and your shins and rub up your kneecaps and in your femur, and that sacral space, that root, your private area, your hips, Feel the power of the energy that you send it as you let it sit there in your abdomen, all up and through your intestines. Feel the life force that goes up your heart chamber and beats strong underneath your ribcage into your breastplate. And it travels upward into your clavicle and outward towards your shoulders and down towards the elbow, all the way to the fingertips and upward through the neck and through the earlobes and the back of the cranium in the eyes, in the sinus cavity, in the mouth, in the jaws. Feel the energy that you give it all the way up to your crown chakra, up to the skies, into the heavenly. Whew. And if you can feel that for 10 minutes, you can change the trajectory of your life, beloved. You could change the trajectory of your life, beloved. Because no matter what book you read, it was all about love and light, whether it was the Torah or the Bible or the uh, Quran, There was always someone talking about greater things that I've given you to do than even what I did. You have the power within you, man, to go and get what you need to get. So find joy in your journey, and I'm gonna yield with that. Mary Slaughter, thank you so much for the energy that you give me, and you transmute my life in ways that you can not know. And you show up at precisely The right time to come and do what you came into this human earth suit to do. That gives me joy. To know that I'm changing the world through this portal called Sherletta. Y'all got to kill me this time. And I'm not ready to die and I'm not going nowhere. I ain't leaving this earth suit till I can... Spoil my grandkids and great-great-grandkids And send them home with a bunch of candy and live wire And tell them how they can get under their parents' skin Like I got under under their under they, under they, uh, granddaddy's skin And their grandmama's skin I got some life in me, y'all I got a new life June 12, 2018 Was a day that changed my life for the rest of my life December 7, 2019, I decided that after three necrosis diagnoses and the doctor finally saying, Sherletta, this is not medical, 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 medical. He touched somewhere in my spirit. And I had to get the hell away from anything that was no longer serving my highest and purest source. See, religion is just training wheels to your spirit, beloved. Tap in. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all ready for me? I got a podcast, y'all. Oh, my goodness. Shout out to Gerald Henderson, who's changed my life for the rest of my life. And to the Phenomenally Me Women's Society. Tactical team, my soul tribe, my family and my friends and my loved ones. All praises due to the Most High, Source my creator, my Allah, my God, my ancestors, my angels, my children, My children's children's children and the contracts and the people that I'll be connected to because I decided to live my life and find joy in my journey by speaking my truth and giving some of this energy to you because it is my honor to celebrate you in your phenomenal stages, even if it's in the infantile stages. I'm signing out. I love you so much. Be well and remember that you are a phenomenon. Whether you know it or not, I just gave it to you so you go find it. These jewels and these nuggets have been dropped by Charlotte Germain and my beloved sister, Mary Slaughter. Mary, what can I say? I'ma yield the mic to you so I can shut this thing off because you know, it'll keep flowing like water.
1: Yeah, I think that you closed on a very good note. I don't wanna mix anything else in there to to mix people and scramble people's minds. I think they need to focus mm. on what you said. That was just lovely. Beautifully put, spiritually put. We tapping
0: in, y'all. It's two eighteen, two twenty two, nine fifty four AM Eastern, and I got some work to do. And you